afternoon, whatever time that may be, wherever you are. My name is Craig Hagan. You're listening to Ramus Podcast. We're taking weekly off of our name since we hadn't been weekly false, here. Be false advertisement. Yeah, be false advertisement or is false advertisement. Sitting here with T-Mac, my co-host, on, on a wonderful Thursday afternoon in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, where we just sustained some major storm damage yeah, this week. Yeah, pretty, pretty bizarro. Yeah. I mean, for, for Oklahoma, because yeah. we're used to tornadoes, but this was not tornadoes. This was a 100-mile-an-hour straight wind yeah. that came through. and One of those derechos, I guess they call it. Yeah. That knocked off power to, like, a 200. Yeah, over 200,000 people. Yeah, so um, there are some people here in Tulsa still don't have power, yep. um, unfortunately. And now the thing about it is you didn't you had power during the storm but then you yeah, lost lost it power yesterday yesterday for two during, and a half hours so they're in a small little yeah wasn't much of a rainstorm no, at no, all but no, no but it's back yeah. so I, I don't have anything to complain about compared to some of these folk yeah my, my sister lost power as well for a couple of days and stuff and so you know i i <clears throat> told her said well the lights did blink in my house, and I took authority over it. And, <laughs> you know, I, I I not only kept power, but I also kept internet too. I'm yeah, you. we didn't lose power or internet. Yeah. And then my Kara, our youngest daughter, their their power went out. They stayed with us uh, those three days there. They had yeah. no power. Brought it, brought their food, and put it in our freezer and fridge to keep them spoiling. Yeah, so it's been pr- pretty crazy, you know. And yeah. <clears throat> oftentimes, I I um, talk to Christians, and people will say, "When." I wish I lived in Jesus's time or Paul's time or things like that. These people can't make 24 hours without electricity. <laughs> I mean, there's been so many people griping and complaining, and, and I get it. It's hot, you know, but the other side about it is if they really lived in Jesus's time or Paul's yeah, time, yeah. they would have been walking everywhere. They wouldn't have had AC. They're not going to have cable television or Internet or, you know, that's something else some people are griping. Well, because a lot of the cell towers were down, and the ones that weren't down, they were being crowded because other people, you know, there were less cell towers, and people complaining they can't make a cell phone call. But it was kind of um, scary for some of those people during the middle of the um, um, the, the storm. I know my, um, my stepdaughter was in the situation where she lost power, but she also lost cell service, or it was spotty. So... She's like trying to know, you know, because you can go online to the News on Six um, app or other apps, but we like the News on Six because Travis Myers are a great guy. Yeah, he wasn't working Saturday night. It was yeah. Alan Crone. Yeah, well, that's because yeah. he's off on Saturday. He might yeah. be on vacation. I yeah, don't know. know. Should have texted him and find out what's going on. Yeah. I've texted him before the middle of storms yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and was... talked to him a little bit. Um, good guy. But anyway, so she didn't have cell service or, um, you know, or, or internet or power so well i guess you don't have power you don't have internet um so it was kind of interesting for her she kept trying to text me and i would get it i get like eight texts you know because it, it would come spotty or whatever and i'm like well just turn it on the app she goes, well, i did like jesus and slept through the storm i was on the patio when it came in and i decided it would be prudent to go inside yeah and since it was so late i went on to sleep so before it even passed i was already asleep and and, and what Tony's saying he was on the patio. You have to understand that that's kind of a normal thing around Oklahoma <laughs> when when there's tornadoes around, you know. And and I'm sure a lot of you probably seen the movie Twister. In fact, they're making a Twister sequel coming out, and and, and that's not too well. There are some fictional things like when the guy's holding on to a pole. You know, we got a semi truck over there, yeah. which that does happen. Semi trucks, I've, I've seen them be picked up, but combine fly by. Yeah, but I yeah. mean. <laughs> 
you know, you probably won't be able to hold on to a pole during the 300 nah, mile wind or whatever, nah. whatever, whatever it was. But anyway, it is real similar, but, you know, real Oklahomans sit out on their porch yep. until, until they think it's – no, you understand, while he's sitting on his porch, <laughs> we had the alarms going off, you know, sirens going off. Yeah, I heard them and, all and, week when they were across the river, and then yeah. when they started getting closer, I was, when I saw it, my, I might should go inside. Yeah. I have a picture of you trying on – a tornado helmet at Walmart a few years ago. <laughs> oh, you do? You remember that? <laughs> <laughs> Text me from Walmart. Yeah, he's trying on Tor- tornado, tornado helmet helmets. <laughs> it was, it, say, that's what they tell you. They tell you to put on some kind of helmet, you know, and get in the bathtub, maybe put your mattress over top of you or whatever. Yeah. Um, I used to do something with my stepdaughter sometimes whenever she was in the, because our pantry is the perfect place to be in. We had, it's we have a big pantry. Plus, you have something to eat. Yeah, but, yeah you have something yeah. to eat during the storm. Yeah. But anyway, so I don't know, one night the storm, it was siren. So she's in the pantry, and um, I'm like, well, I'll tell you when you can get out. <laughs> the storm had passed. I, I didn't tell her for a long time because so, <laughs> it was quiet when she was in the pantry. So, yeah, I mean, um, yeah, you probably should take shelter um, at some point in time. You yeah. know, um, I, I, I never have at my house. I just take authority, um, you know, but – I just put on my CPAPs, all I did, went to bed and sleep. Yeah, I remember one one day as an elementary school that um, I show up at school and everyone's like, man, that tornado alarm going off last night. I'm like, I never heard it. No one in our family woke up, so you know, it, it was fine. Anyway, so today's um, episode um, is um, Postcard from Satan. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a movie called Postcards from the Edge. I haven't seen the movie, don't know what it's about. But um, I got one of those um, the other day, and it was interesting because um, I get a text on Friday from, from Bogey, who works for us, and says, oh, Craig, I, I got a postcard from uh, – no, he goes, I got a letter from, from Satan, um, and you can come get it on my, on my desk. I said, well, I won't be there today, but I'll, I'll be there on Monday. I'll come pick it up. And I actually figured – that the letter that I got was from some lady that was griping about something because people gripe about stuff all the time. And I was figuring she, he was not meaning it was from Satan. He was meaning it was some, from some crazy lady that, you know, for him, because yeah. it was a pain. It was it's like being sarcastic. Yeah, being, being I thought he was being sarcastic because we like to jerk each other's chain and things like that. And yeah. it'd be funny. So I show up and he handed me this postcard and I'm like, it really is from Satan. <laughs> or at least it says it's from Satan. So, um, I got this satanic postcard, I guess you call it, and on the front of it, it's not a video podcast, so you can't see it, but um, they have what they call the satanic American flag on there that has a satanic um, star or whatever. Um, yeah, a thing with the goat on it. What, that's, what you call that? Yeah, I, I don't uh, Pentagram. Yeah, yeah pentagram, pentagram with a goat's um, head in it. And it, it's, um, the pentagram is where you would normally see the stars on the, on the um, um, American flag. And um, on the back of it, I did notice that it, it's postmarked Denver, Colorado. Um, so I guess, guys, Satan does not live in hell. He lives in Denver, Colorado. He's a mile high. He's a mile high. <laughs> <laughs> the devil's a mile high. We thought he was under our feet. He's a mile high. <laughs> anyway, it, it's from, um, it says it's from Hell's Satan, actually, with the 666 um, thing. It's actually some kind of symbol, 666, around there, addressed to me at Raymond Bible Church. And um, I believe that one of the reasons I got this postcard is because, um, and I want to say this because when I read it, it's going to 
to make more sense. Um, I'm the co-founder of Pastors for Trump. That's Pastors number four Trump or Pastors F-O-R Trump.com. You can look us up on the website. And, you know, um, I, I don't have an issue with any of the Republican candidates um, out there. I just feel that President Trump will be is the best candidate in 2024. And obviously they're out to try to stop him from becoming president again. Um, and so that's, you know, I believe that's why I got the postcard because based upon um, what are there. And if you want to check it out, you you can pastors for Trump, and we, we have monthly prayer calls. Um, we've had actually um, um, President Trump himself called in one time. We've had a number of other guests who are closely associated with President Trump, Rudy, Rudy Giuliani, um, 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 Michael Flynn, and um, Roger Stone, um, to name a few. So I believe we're going to have Eric Trump or we're going to have Laura Trump um, coming up pretty soon. So anyway, here's what the postcard says. An interesting part about it is just to let everyone know this postcard is written in cursive, so it must be someone who's probably over 30. I'll, I'll speak as the resident handwriting expert <laughs> okay. in the room. Yeah. To see. And I have analyzed the postcard, and with uh, uh, great certainty, I can say that it is a woman, a female, that would be a, a biological, a, a biological of the gender, uh, uh, of 50 to 70 years of age, and uh, I think she's a witch. Yeah. So there you go. I mean, literally a witch. Literally a witch. <laughs> literally a witch. But she starts it out and says, Dear Craig, which is interesting, you know, the Satan's at least. At least yeah, good. he knows your name. But he says, Dear. Are you known in hell? Yeah. Says, or at least in Denver. <laughs> says, Dear Craig, it says, Our servants in government and media are aware of your vain efforts to restore your modern guru, Donald Trump, to the presidency. You will fail. America is ours. Prideful godliness, sexual perversion, and gross immorality are here to stay. The two millennial um, of your Christ are finished. The kingdom of darkness rises. Your children will convert to our ways. Abandon hope from hell, Satan, 666. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, um, it is interesting and um, um, that I, I don't know the purpose in sending me this. I, I don't know if they, he, she, or it thought that it would scare me or yeah, you or, be afraid or, or, or whatever because um you know I, I'm not afraid now they're probably praying against me or something like that it is interesting though a chicken was killed in this process I guarantee you. yeah so yeah, yeah anyway but but it's you know the day and age that we lived in um or I guess we still <laughs> we're still alive <laughs> but you know back in our high school years maybe even junior high. You know, the biggest thing was backwards masking. Where oh, they yeah. back masking. Yeah, where they would play a record backwards, and it's supposed to say something, you know, like, like, you know, satanic or or whatever, you know. Like Lucifer is Lord. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, actually, I guess supposedly um, that there was one artist that whenever he was performing um, at a concert, he would actually um, say the word natos. Which is Satan backwards? He would say that one um, <laughs> on purpose. <laughs> on purpose, yeah. you know. I and half the time I think that the guys just did it just to, you know, whatever. I, I don't know if it was really inspired by Satan, but the point being is that if there was satanic stuff, they were trying to hide this thing. I mean, it wasn't open. It wasn't. But now that we live in a day and age where we have o- open immorality, and that's why I said, you know, as they said that. The sexual perversion and gross immorality are here are here to stay, and um, that's what they they believe in. And it is it is sad that things um, 
you know, like obviously this is Pride Month supposedly, which you know I'm I'm still upset that they hijacked our rainbow. You know, the rainbow, like I said, is a covenant between man and God that He will never flood the earth again. Um, it wasn't meant for a bunch of um, LGBTQIS. Or I don't I don't know how many of they have plus there, and they have all kinds of different things, and, and it's just really gross that that they were able to go to the White House and put up their flag mm-hmm. where the American flag is and stuff. And what's even sad about it is and then they have all these, you know, um, people reading, you know, what, what is it called? Drag queens reading yeah, story drag queen drag story, story hour. Time. Yeah. And like I said, you know, an, an adult, I mean, you know, in the United States of America, you're free to do whatever you want to, but you're not free to go and be a groomer to our kids and things like that. And thank God in the state of Oklahoma, we've made – you know, any kind of gender identity surgery illegal for anybody that's a minor, which that should be. I mean, minors, you know, they can't vote. They can't own a gun. They can't drink Bud Light, um, you know, which <laughs> I had to well, throw that out there. They can do that. After castration, they can drink Bud Light. Yeah. 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 Well, but interesting part about it is, and that's something else, too. I mean, you got these companies that try to be woke, um, so to speak, and, you know, and Kudos to the American people that I guess Anheuser Busch has lost like twenty six billion dollars, which is interesting. A company could lose twenty six billion dollars and stay in business. Saying the Bud Light brand took fifty eight years to, to build it to what it is and forty eight hours to tear it down. Um and then Target decides that they were gonna get involved and they've lost last time I've heard twelve billion. I'm not sure how many because Target is so gay, yeah. you know. But here's the other side about it. What this is the most interesting thing about it is one of my friends was sh- telling me that Starbucks pulled all their pride stuff out, I, I out read of the Starbucks that. store. Yeah. So, you know, of every company out, out there and you know, for for you and I know a lot of ministers that they use Apple computer devices and, and they drink Starbucks and both of those companies are really huge um, you know, they're probably worse than Disney when it comes to mm-hmm. the whole the whole gay thing. Did you see uh, Tyrese Gibson, the podcast he did a few weeks ago? Uh-uh. What did he do? Yeah, you know, he's the uh, actor mm-hmm. that's on all the Fast movies. Fast and the Furious. Yeah. He, part uh, 12 he, or whatever they're at Yeah, now. Fast X, X-10. No, he's, he's also a, a, he's a singer, isn't he, too? I think, I, I'm I not sure. He's a believer, though. Yeah, and I, he, I knew that. He, uh, he, he was on a podcast. They were supposed to be talking about the movie, and he just went into a rant. He said, let me tell you what's happening. He said, Hollywood's trying to make the devil mainstream. He yeah. said, there was a time, he said, the devil worshippers who's hiding the basement. He yeah. said, now they're bringing it out. And he said, we got to do something about it. <laughs> and, and it is true. And, yeah. you know, but the American people are stepping up. Yeah. You know, and, you know, I, I believe you know, America, whether the people go to church or no, there, there has to be, there, there's, some, there's some morality here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, like I said once time, when we were young, there was never a question when, when we had biology class. I know mine was in ninth grade. I'm not sure about yours. Um, you know, there was only two sexes that we talked about. I, yeah. mean, I mean, I mean, it's it's genetically impossible. Um, so, you know, and, and I know that there are a few, quote unquote, freaks of nature that, that were born with, with the X and the Y chromosome or whatever. But, but it's, it, we're talking about, you know, point whatever percent. I mean, we're not, you know, not talking about a, a bunch of. Um, people <laughs> that, are, mm-hmm. that are walking around. Um, but, you know, this brings us to the fact of what the Bible says, um, you know, over in Ephesians, you know, talking about to put on the whole armor of God so that you'll be able to stand against all the strategies of the devil for you are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, 
but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers of this dark world, and against evil spirits in heavenly places. Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so you'll be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then after the battle, um, you will be standing firm. You know, um, interesting part about it is, obviously, this letter is not from Satan himself. This is from an individual, you know, and so our battle is not with that individual. Our battle is with with Satan himself. And, you know, the Bible says he comes like a roaring lion seeking who he may devour. Um, and, you know, it is interesting here. He says that Amer according to this, you know, America's finished when it comes to um, the Christianity in America, which um, I don't know. I, I assume that <laughs> Satan's read Revelation, um, you know, I'm assuming, you know, he knows what the Bible says and he knows his time is short. And because somebody, I, I was on, a, I've been sharing my postcard on never different podcast and, you know, said, said, well, do you think that Satan, you know, knows the outcome? And I believe he does. I think, you know, it comes down to a, a verse that I talk a lot about is John 10, 10, the thief comes to steal, kill and destroy, but I've come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Jesus talking. What's an interesting part about it is Jesus told us 2,000 years ago that Satan's out there and he's trying to steal, kill, and destroy from us. And so, I mean, he's a deceiver, but he's not a quitter. Yeah, and that's the thing. He's persistent, and he's going to – that's why, you know and, – and so once you defeat him one time, he's going to come back. I mean, that's why we have to keep on the whole armor of God. We don't, we don't ever uh, – um, It's not it. until the end of the millennial age that his jig is up. Yeah. I mean, he did this in heaven. He's done it on the earth. And and he will do it again uh, at the end of the millennium, before he's finally cast into the bottomless pit forever. Yeah, and so you know I'm, you know, and that's it is interesting too the whole one world money system that they're trying to put it into mm -hmm. situation. And you know, like I said, it's it. I mean, they're not trying to hide it. I mean, they're 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 just well, that's kind of what Tyrese is saying. They're not, they're not hiding anything anymore. They're just you know, out in the open with it. You know, <clears throat> and they have this world economic forum that that's their whole thing. They will, they want to put the whole one world money system. And then, you know, we talk about the mark of the beast. And obviously, you know, there are microchips and stuff that they, they could do. I mean, I, I don't know how, you know, um, you know, like I said, once again, and I brought this up last program, you know, I want to say a spot for our newest sponsor, Oklahoma Rough Refuse. My, my wife's a, my wife is a dog rescue. And so, but anyway, we actually um, microchip all our dogs and it's really just a small little needle. I mean, that, you know, it puts a microchip in there and I have a microchip reader and you can actually read the microchip. And like I said, if you want to check us out, okrough.com or Oklahoma Rough Refuge on um, Facebook or I think we're on Instagram as well. Um, if you want, if you love dogs and want to help us out, you know, want to donate $10 a month, man, that'd be very appreciated. I'm looking for, I'm looking for you know, 500 people donate 10 bucks a month, and that would really help us um, run our rescue every, every every month. But anyway, um, you know, Second Timothy chapter three, um, verse one, the New Living Translation says this. It says, I think this is for today. It says, "You should know this, Timothy, that in the last days there will be very difficult times. For people will love only themselves and their money. They will be boastful and proud, scoffing at God, disobedient to their parents, and ungrateful." They will consider nothing sacred. They will be unloving and unforgiving. They will slander others and have no self-control. They will be cruel and hate what is good. They will betray their friends, be reckless, be puffed up with pride and love pleasure rather than God. 
They will act religious, but they will reject the power that could make them godly. Stay away from people like that. And that's 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 5 from the New Living Translation. And an interesting part, I mean, you know, that just describes today. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just... Um, Lovers of self. I mean, yeah. that, one of the things, that, and I was aware of it, but I saw it on the news again the other night in Vicksburg, Mississippi, uh, this thing, uh, sologamy or soligamy, ever how you pronounce it, that's where you marry yourself. Oh, you can marry yourself You now? can marry yourself. I do, I do. Yes, oh. if that's not a lover of self... I don't yeah. know what is. Well, it's a real I, thing, people. Yeah. And I always make jokes, of, you know, and like I said, we, we like to have fun here. But, if we, but our question is, if you get divorced, who gets the house? <laughs> you have to split it between yourself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but anyway, you know, I, I make jokes. I said, you know, we live in a selfie generation. But there, there are some people that I follow on social media that take a, a selfie of themselves every day. I mean, I mean, driving to work, I know exactly what they're wearing. I know, you know, I mean, they're, they're just. And what they're not wearing. You know, what they're not wearing. Some of those people. I've had through those conversations. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but stop it. You know, the the thing about it is, is is that we are a selfie generation, and I'm not, you know, these people who I know personally that that do selfies every day. It's not like that they're 100 percent lovers on the cell phone. I guess they just like to show off their new outfit or whatever. No, but but you know, it is interesting that we are living in, in these times. We're, I mean, things that are acceptable today. Um, I mean, they were way not acceptable way way back. In fact, a, a lot of the decency things on normal on the air television that you could you can show now that you couldn't show then. I remember when Three's Company was oh, like, yeah. uh, was like a no no. And um, and if you watch Three's Company, um, you know you have three people, a guy and two girls living in the same apartment. That was that was bad. Um, and you know there was nothing hanky panky going on between the three people if you watched any of the episodes, but that was bad. And then we had Bewitched. Bewitched. Yeah. Ding ding ding. Yeah. So so. I don't think she wrote the postcard though. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't think she did. You know, either. Um, is she still alive? Um, no, she's not. I don't think so. You know, I don't think so. Samantha. Yeah. Then we had the Adams family. Adam family. Yeah. And so um, and. The monsters. The monsters. <laughs> it's the monster match. Yeah. So, anyway, but you know, a lot, a lot of those things. I mean, like I said, it is interesting. Like the horror flicks back then were not really graphic at all. In fact, halftime they were almost like comedy. A joke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But but now, it, it, I mean, it's there's so much demonic things and demonic mm-hmm. influences, and um, you know, like I said, there's. I, I'm assuming that behind this postcard, there's probably a a group of witches that are trying to pray against us and. That kind of thing, but you know, the Bible says, you know, we we have the authority, we have the power. Letters like this don't um, um, scare me. The only thing that I don't like is that I have no return address. I don't have right. a yeah. return email because I actually would have returned a letter to him. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe even sent him a book. Um, yeah, you know, because I, no I way was, to actually speak another lie. Yeah, I mean, and so and and I, and I don't, you know, I, sometimes you kind of wonder where this person is, mm-hmm. in, in, but. You know, I believe that they're under a satanic influence. Um, Obviously, very deceived. Yeah, <laughs> very deceived. And um, they obviously don't know the word of God. They don't understand because they said that the kingdom of darkness is over. They said that my children will convert to our, they must not know my kids. Um, you know, so, but that is the thing about it is that, is that you know, these young kids, even even when they're not reread to by transvestites or, or whatever they are, I mean, just watching the news. I mean, I was just thinking about, you know, watching Fox News, 
um, you know, or Newsmax or what, whatever you, you watch. Um, you know, some people still might watch CNN, you know, but yeah. most people don't. Um, but um, anyway, you know, and it shows th- they're giving a report about what's happened in the White House. I mean, so you got kids watching all this stuff and they're mm-hmm. asking questions. Why, why are these people doing this or doing that? I mean, it's, you know, and I, I do remember, um, you know, uh, my granddaughter who we're raising, I mean, you know, she was a really big fan of Jojo Siwa, which is an internet um, girl who, you know, had a lot of following. And then all of a sudden when Jojo was like 17 comes out as she's, she's gay. And that just really, you know, I mean, that's really tough because you have a girl that follows, I mean, she's a social media influencer and, um, you know, these people are influenced. And then obviously we talked on our father's day program, you know, Without a father in the home, a mm-hmm. lot of times that's the reason things like that yeah. happen. I'm not, that's not the only reason. There's, you know, all kinds of huge uh, factor though. Yeah, but it is a huge factor. But you know, when you have these what you call sexual groomers, and you know, that's just, um, I mean, that's that's not right, and that's something that we need to come up come out against. Um, some of the teachings in our public schools, um, they try to hide it, um, and you know, in in fact, um. I don't know about now, I, I don't, um, but I do know that there was an incident that happened at one of my kids' schools, and it came to find out that, at least at that time, I mean, this has been, I don't know, five, six, seven, maybe 10 years ago um, now, that they have cameras in the hall, but they do not have cameras in the classroom hmm. at that time, at least here in the Broken Arrow school, school system, and I'm assuming it's also be the same. I mean, obviously, it costs money. But you would think that they would have a camera in the classroom because, mm-hmm. you know, if something's going to happen, it's going to probably happen in the classroom. And I'm sure there are places. But I, I think a lot of times that they don't want to be able to, yep. to hear or see yep. what some people are teaching or are not teaching and things like that. And, you know, but we need to um, come against all this, um, you know, all, all this mess. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, this it's it's actually, you know, I I know I kind of joke about this, but this is a real serious yeah, deal. Yeah. I mean, it's a you know some th- this person who wrote this was being serious, mm-hmm. and um, you know, it is a battle of good versus evil. I mean, that that's that's where we're at, and that's what the that's what the Bible is all about. You know, but we all know our authority. And one thing, you know, us Rama people, we have my grandfather's book. If you haven't read it, I mean, you know, or haven't read it recently, you know. The believer's authority. We have authority in the name of Jesus yeah. to come against him. But the Bible says, resist the devil and he will flee from you. You know, a lot of times we don't resist the devil. Um, a lot of times, too, we don't even take our authority. Like I said, the first thing I did, I'm sure you did the same thing. When, Whenever we got, you know, now this storm kind of just popped up. I mean, I, I didn't realize it was even supposed to hit. And all of a sudden, it you get one of these things on your cell phone saying, you know, there's a 90 mile an hour wind headed your way, and you know, a few minutes later they start turning the sirens mm-hmm. on. Um, you know, the first thing I did was take authority. Um, you know, o- over over that, you know, claiming the 91st Psalm over over us and over our families and over you know the Rama property and things like that. And it is interesting here at Rama, um, a lot of Broken Arrow did not have power. A lot of other churches in town um, didn't have power, but we never lost power well, here. Right up to our border. Yeah, well, campus and, well, even even one of our buildings, Dick Lane's. Um, yeah, yeah. And, but it went out after. Oh, really? Yeah, it, it had so, power. So it had power? It had power Sunday and power part of the day Monday. It went out after the fact. It's kind of weird, yeah. Yeah, so it was interesting that we had power. I noticed um, Guts Church, was pastor by Raymond Grad and Billy Shear. Bill Shear. <laughs> Bill. Yeah. Um, 
um, they had to have church outside because they yeah, they, they lost power. Yeah. Um, Victory, you know, pastor by Paul Daughtery, one of my friends as well. Um, they had their church inside, but they didn't have power. I don't know if it came back on before. I, I know I saw the video of him mm-hmm. saying, "Well, we're going to have church somewhere somehow." I doubt it. It's kind of rough without over that way. without power. You know, and, and that that is pretty awesome. You know that. A lot of these pastors just didn't cancel. They they decided press to press on, and you know, and that's what you do. You do what you you mm-hmm. do. I mean, you know, you know, back in the you know, the Bible days, they didn't have they didn't have any kind of amplification yeah. or whatever. And you can you can play some acoustical instruments and and stuff as well. And you know, it doesn't say you have to have power to have church. Um, and so um, it is um interesting. I do I do kudos to those guys. Um, yeah. Um, you know to, that they pressed on and had church, and I'm sure we would have done the same thing um, if if we didn't have power. We also we do have a generator that would have at least ran our lights. Um, yeah, I've been for, here on Sunday before when we were running un, under generator power years ago. Yeah, so for a different reason. But yeah. you know when stuff like that happens, we got to take authority and you know over over all the the power from the enemy, but you know, over all these storms or over any kind of situation. You know, a number of years ago, um, I saw a. Um, um, a picture from a, a hur- one of the hurricanes that hit the Galveston, Texas area. There was a neighborhood completely wiped out, and there was one house standing. I mean, just one house, and it looked like you know, it looked like it just passed over. You know, and I don't know. I'm like, I bet you that was a Christian in that one house. You know, <laughs> yeah. you know, where 91st Psalm says a thousand will fall to one side, yeah. ten thousand the other side, and, and so yeah. I don't know. But the whole neighborhood was destroyed, and you got one house that's standing there. Um, maybe they built their house on the rock. I don't, I don't know. No. There you go. So obviously other people did it's probably next door too, but, uh, I, I have no clue. But th- the point is, is the devil, you know, I don't want to say the devil's out to get us, but, but that's really what, I mean, he's seeking who he may devour the Bible says. And, um, you know, we, we can't take these threats lightly as well. We have to know our mm-hmm. authority in the name of Jesus. And, um, you know, there are some people that, I guess might have be scared. I'm, I'm sure that this person will probably write me again. Um, I hope they return, give me a return address um, because I would like to write them back. Not that it probably won't go anywhere or do anything. Um, you know, I know a number. Sean Foyt got one of these as well, and I think J- and Jackson Longmire both got one. Um, so uh, I'm sure other there are a few other people probably have got one of these satanic postcards. And I looked at um, Sean Foyt's on online and, and it looks like the same person who wrote it and it's the same satanic american flag <laughs> it is interesting because my son goes why are you carrying around your postcard all the time because well because i'm i keep having conversations about it so it's you know it's a conversation piece and um i'll put it up i haven't put it up on my social media yet so i'll put it up on social media for people to be able to see you can find me on facebook and instagram and twitter um you know which i've actually been using twitter more here recently um, I don't really know. Well, I've been using the Twitter Spaces. Um, so. Yeah, I, I I was in Canada and because uh, I saw you were going to be on, and by the time I got back to it, it was almost over. But, yeah, uh, you had one lister in Canada. One lister in Canada. Me. Yeah, I, I don't. We on that last one, I don't. We had like seventy five thousand, I think, at one point in time or something like. I mean, not not live. It was. Um, or maybe it's seven thousand five hundred, probably one seventy five thousand. <laughs> that sounds like I'm, I'm an evangelist now. I'm evangelistic. Being, I'm being evangelistic. I think it's seventy five hundred. Sorry, I don't. I don't. I want to tell the truth. Um, you know, I think it's seventy five hundred people that had tuned in. I think we had three thousand live, three thirty five hundred live, and then we had people tuned in um, later on. But 
you know, we need to recognize, you know, these wicked things and, and the devil and, and take authority over. Now, something else I was looking at, and I really hadn't noticed the scripture, um, but, um, you know, it says this right here. I'm trying to find out. It says um, 2 Corinthians 2.11, New Living Translation says this. So Satan will not outsmart us, for we are familiar with his evil schemes. The question is, are we familiar with what Satan's going to try to do? I mean, you know, Satan is, you know, we talked about Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. We're talking about our God never changes. But you realize this is the same devil, El Diablo, who was there in the, the Garden of Eden. You know, from, from day one, he's been there to try to tempt uh, mankind. And I like to point this out. The Garden of Eden was the closest thing to heaven on the earth. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and people don't realize that Satan does have authority on the earth, and, um, or he thinks he has authority. We have authority through the name of Jesus, but, but he's, he's seeking, like I said, who he made of our, the Bible says. And, um, you know, he was able to tempt Adam and Eve during that time, um, and he was still able to tempt you. Um, you know, cause, and here's the thing, the devil knows what will tempt you. I mean, there are some things that might, you know, tempt other people, but doesn't tempt you. Um, but he, he knows, you know, how to tempt you and he's going to, I mean, I mean, you know, like I said, John 10, 10, Jesus told us the thief comes or if you new living, like the new living, his purpose is to steal, to kill and to destroy. And it's interesting you know, we get it. Someone stealing from you, we got that. Someone killing you, that's, you know, you're dead. How you destroy a dead person? I mean, that's, but, you know, but that comes down to, I believe, that you destroy the legacy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a legacy behind that. In fact, sometimes one of the individuals says the, uh, the place with the most talent is a cemetery. There was a lot of unused talent in the cemetery that people died with talent that they had. But Well, and even the idea of the kill, I mean, that sometimes you think about ministerially or in leadership, you know, he wants to kill your influence too. Yeah, you know? And, you know, and that's a thing, you know, a lot of people have a, a lot of, you know, influence. But um, like I said, um, James 4, 7, so humble yourself before God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. It doesn't say he might flee. It doesn't say, you know, he, he'll think about it. It says he will, and that's the thing. You have to know your, the power. Of course, First John 4, 4, we all know this, but you belong to God, my dear children. You have... We have all you have already won a victory over these people because a spirit who lives in you is greater than the spirit who lives in the world. And, you know, um, the devil is the spirit that lives in the world. And a lot of people I know I say this all the time. But one lady asked my grandfather said, well, you pray for me that the devil will quit bothering me. And he said, well, you want to pray you're going to die and go to, and go to heaven. He goes, oh, no, I'm not ready to die and go to heaven because that's the only time that the devil is going to quit bothering. He's he is going to bother us. But we have to know our authority. We have to use the armor, you know, um, that we've been given. You know, um, I guess we've gone 35 minutes and haven't even mentioned about Raymond Bible Training College, rbtc.org, Raymond Bible Training College. You know, if you want to learn about your spiritual authority, one great place to to learn is here at Raymond Bible Training College. You know, some people come here because they feel that they're called to go into ministry, but a lot of people just come to learn their spiritual authority, to to learn who who they are in Christ Jesus, because Man, you know, in order to live in the world that we live in today, you need to you need to know who you are in Christ. You you need to know your spiritual authority. You need to know how to mm-hmm. how to battle the the evil one. And so, if you'll just go to our website rbtc.org, rbtc.org, um, you can fill out, give us your information, 
and we'll send you a digital packet immediately. We'll also have one of our student ambassadors give you a call, talk to you more about Rama, maybe set up a time for you to come take a um, a tour of campus um, right now, and we're accepting applications. You can actually apply right now. Set up applications for the 2023, 2024 mm-hmm. school year um, coming up. Um, and um, speaking of things coming up, we have camp meeting. Camp meeting 51 is coming up in just um, a month from, from now, actually. Um, what are the, is it the 23rd, I believe, is when it starts? Um, 23rd through the 28th. 23rd through the 28th. We start out on Sunday. July. On Sunday night, yeah, July 23rd to the 28th, 2023. And so um, we start out on Sunday night and um, it's 6 p.m. And then we go Monday, Tuesday, well, Monday through Friday. What do we do? 10 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, 10, 2, 30, (laughs) and 7 at night. 7 at nighttime, uh, or is it 7.30? 7.30, It's 7.30 at night. 10, 2, and 7.30. Is it... Yeah, that's six, yeah. Yeah, so anyway, you, you can go to rhema.org and you can slash find us there. CM. Slash CM. Or you can download the Rama USA app um, and you can find all our events coming up there. Camp Meeting 2023 goes on. So, um, yeah, it's going to be a wonderful, wonderful time. Um, and a lot of people say, well, you know, who's speaking? It doesn't matter who's speaking, the Holy Ghost will be there, whoever's speaking. Um, I, I know who's speaking, but if you want to find out who's speaking, you can you can look on there. Yeah. It's Monday through Friday, 10, 2.30, and 7.30. Yeah, 10, 2.30, and 7.30. I'm going to be speaking on Tuesday night, the 25th of July. Um, so, And after Craig speaks, if you are a Rama alumni, we are going to have some uh, actually some pretty good food over an SDC one and even some games. So come hang out. Oh, yeah. Games. Yeah. 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 Where well, our staff is stepping it up. So, yeah. All right. So not, yeah. uh, not only have food, but games. Yeah. And, yeah, and that's the Rainbow alumni from, from any of our campuses all exactly. across, yeah. all across the world. And, and uh, we are right at 117,000 Rainbow alumni. Well, once again, I want to check out our, our Bible college, rbtc.org, Rainbow Bible Training College, a great place. Um, we call us the Harvard of Bible schools, and it's also the most affordable Bible school in the nation, or probably in the world. Well, maybe there's some free ones somewhere, but but I mean, you know, it's it's an awesome place, and God's doing awesome things here at Raymond. But anyway, here at Raymond, we're bringing hope, hope help, and healing, healing to, to the, the world. world. God bless you guys. You have a wonderful day. We'll see you next time.